0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have uh, fairly <laughs> basic ish names, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good branding thing you have going, man, because when I just type in Cassius to the Apple podcast, it's literally like the only result. So. I
1: guess, yeah. I have like one European band that I compete with. Like, it's just called Cassius, <laughs> and it's like a duo. I-, I always think I should interview them just to make it a thing. I don't know. that's actually that's a dope idea that's a good idea (laughs) there you go
0: so anyways Cassius Morris now that we got it right thanks for joining us man we appreciate it welcome
1: thanks guys appreciate it
0: yeah thanks for stopping by Mm -hmm. how's how's things how's business uh, for you Things Your, are pretty uh, looks good. Looks like the podcast is keeping you pretty busy.
1: Definitely. Yeah, the podcast is, is doing good. I just put up, you know, been putting up regular episodes. I just had like the most inspirational talk of my life from this Uber driver just now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which was <laughs> like, I'm still a little shell-shocked from it, actually. I, I jump in the Uber, and he's telling me about how I got to be a good man, and you got to treat women like your sister and you gotta you gotta grow your vision like a baby and all this stuff and i'm sitting okay. there like man i'm amped up for this podcast right now like Damn. let's get it like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm feeling good now that's was a perfect uber to we'll give just, him a yeah. shout out his name was solo which is a cool name too. solo okay. is a Very cool name. Nice. yeah yeah definitely.
0: oh we might have to <laughs> make him our regular driver for people <laughs> get him you'll make the him the podcast driver yeah. that
1: would be legit
0: because we're definitely big enough to have a driver, so uh most definitely. <laughs> yeah. What's your
1: Uber rating? Mine? Yeah. Oh man, I've never checked. Honestly, like you guys just revealed to me too about the that they check with a photo for a face mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been getting off scot free. I haven't really been. I've just been ordering cars and they come and I wear a mask and it's been okay so far. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know. I haven't taken an Uber since, but that's one mm-hmm. thing that I saw is that they're like, you need to selfie yourself now yeah. with a yeah. mask
0: or they like cuz i got a notification about it they like flag you if you're not wearing one uh, and then you okay. have to verify before That's you get in again yeah. okay. taking a okay. selfie that of it that makes sense it hey it's yeah.
1: like it's like skip the dishes now when they deliver your food they take a picture of it on your doorstep so oh you can't okay do a scam, right right you know?
2: that would solve okay. me so many heartbreaks mm-hmm. i've definitely lost my food <laughs> at least twice what really yeah
0: like recently or just ever
2: well one time i put in the next door neighbor's address accidentally cuz i dropped the pin Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it was, I put 11 (laughs) and not 15. Right. So the guy's like, oh, I tried to drop it off, but uh, you weren't at the house. So I drove off and I was like, oh, well, this guy got a free fucking meal, I guess.
1: Damn. Yeah. He's lucky it was something he liked. Like for me, it's a little too (laughs) risky. It's like, ah, if there's tomatoes on that, I'm good. It's not worth the the, the charge. (laughs) You know, this dude risked it all. You did. It's a savage right there. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> got it all, man. You got it all.
0: That's funny. There was a comedian who did a bit about this where he's like, yeah, just kind of stand around apartment lobbies and be like, they'll be like, uh, Kevin, and you'll be like, uh, yeah, yeah matzo yeah, yeah. sticks, pizza, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, perfect.
1: Thank you. <laughs> it's paid for? Absolutely. Right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's me.
2: <laughs> yeah, like apartment buildings, there's no way to know. Hmm.
0: I don't know. I feel like... If you know your neighbors a little bit, you can be like, hey, man.
1: You've got to patrol the other residents now. Yeah, it becomes yeah. a whole ordeal. You know they the don't give
2: and... a fuck, though, because my girlfriend has ordered before. Her name is not Josh. And <laughs> I go down there and I fucking grab it and I'm clearly not her. And I mean, maybe they're just very liberal these days or I don't know what it
1: is. But. Yeah. For Mr. Macho, it's just like a cute chick. Here you go. Yeah. Just not even reading the fucking order name yeah. at all. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if I can curse on here right now, but. Uh, oh yeah. You're yeah. Okay, cool. You're good. You're, Most podcasts are, and I hate it when I listen to a podcast and I hear somebody ask, but I also don't want to mess up the show. So oh, we
0: appreciate We appreciate the thought. That would
2: yeah. mess up. So much of our show. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, I don't think we would have a show.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would throw things off. Yeah. So when did you
2: get started in the whole game? I started podcast. with
1: podcasting? Yeah. I was, like, honestly, nine going on ten. Yeah. Oh, damned. Yeah. All right. I was a, I was a young dude, and it's like, it, it was just one of those circumstantial things where I was just getting on iTunes. I was just learning to navigate it myself around that age. Okay. And then I see, you know, on the side, top songs, whatever, top podcasts. Nice. and i was always just like i don't know what that word means like Hmm. podcast like so it always just intrigued me and one day i i clicked the number one episode on itunes at the time which was adam carolla on the joe rogan podcast episode 101 i remember that shit so we're (laughs) taking it he's at episode like 3000 now yeah yeah so i listened to it and there's the mixture of the two guys like adam's irreverent humor and rogan's like you know inquisitive like questioning everything Mm -hmm. um I just thought it was really cool, and I was like, you know, maybe I just want to talk into my computer and try it. Like, it was just something that I came across, and it it kind of worked. So I got started talking about the band Kiss, because I was a huge Kiss fan, and I actually found oh, a Kiss okay. podcast. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, Kiss podcast? Now that makes sense to me, so. Oh, shit. That was the beginning of it. Damn, man. Good for you. Would, uh, how old are you now? You're a bit younger. I'm 21, going on 22. Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. and you can tell I'm younger, because I said going on 22. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. So you had a you got started early. I feel like I didn't hear the word podcast till I was like an adult. You know? No, maybe like five years ago for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, well, that's the thing, right? I mean, you know, I was asking what what's a podcast. Five Mm -hmm. years into it, my mom was asking what's a podcast, and then you know, six six and a half years into what I'm doing, people finally sort of started to catch on. But now, I mean, with Rogan, I mean, they're considering having him do a presidential debate. It's like now it's a household word, so it's weird. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, exactly. Well, now, now you hear podcasts. Talk. It's eventually coming where there will be podcasts about podcasts, and I think they're mm-hmm. already kind of are, right? Like they a whatever are. review, yeah.
1: I mean, there's podcasts about TV shows, mm-hmm. yeah, and exactly. Is, they break it down. So why not? I mean, hey, I mean, I kind of talk about. I do some commentary on Alex Jones and Rogans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, right.
0: <laughs> and then someday there's going to be like movies about a podcast or like a TV series where Definitely. it's like the central thing. I don't know.
1: I completely agree. Look at it's the not movie, that far off. almost famous. It's about a a twenty year old reporter with the Rolling Stone who ends up touring with a band. So you know, I mean, podcast definitely that'll definitely happen. I think oh, yeah.
0: mm. it's coming. It's coming. It would <laughs> only did you make sense. Uh, did you ever release your uh, podcasts you made when you were like ten years old or no?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I or released, you got them
0: saved somewhere for I, someday.
1: Well, they were always released. I actually went through about a month ago and I took all my content from when I was like from a kid uh, down because I want to own all of it, and I want it in a vault, and, you know, just just in case things may get big one day and somebody's mm-hmm. curious and how the story happened, I don't want someone to go ahead and help themselves to that footage and create the story before I get to. Oh, um, okay. So I okay. just, I want to preserve that. So, yeah, I, I took it all down. It's not there anymore, but it always was, and it started off rocky, started off terrible, you know, um, and I, I, I'm still surprised that I actually ended up getting adult listeners on that. It was interesting. <laughs> a nine-year-old kid talking about a band that came out in the 70s.
0: It's a new perspective, I guess, right? I guess. Oh shit, that's cool, man. Yeah, you know, because I was going back through your your old stuff, and it kind of like it appeared to come to a point. Like when I found like the old episodes of the cassius Morris show, yeah, it looked as if you were quite far along in your podcast career, if you will, at that point. So I was kind of curious, you know, I was trying to find what happened before, but. you did get a job taking it down <laughs> so
1: well it's just it's just you know you never know what's going to happen right and mm-hmm. and it's also i don't want to confuse i don't want a bunch of projects coming up i just want to keep it focused more so on what i'm doing now mm-hmm. and then maybe an archive could be an asset in the future you never know definitely that's true so
0: speaking of being a kiss fan you just had a uh, ace freely on i was yes. listening to that that was pretty cool
1: thanks man yeah that was a that H- had was you crazy. talked to
0: any of those guys before or was that the
1: yeah, I actually, I talked to Ace before. Um, okay. The thing with that, though, is that a lot of people don't realize that or don't even remember it because it was on the phone. And this time, I really pushed for a video interview because right. I said, like, this is the new school, man. Mm-hmm. Like, the phone, you know, we've been doing this since the 60s. People have heard Ace on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I said, and they actually tried to change it on me. They go, nah, we're going to do it on the, on the phone. Ace doesn't want to do video. I said, listen, please just do this. If you want to sell some albums, get Ace on a video with me. Hmm. And then they said, all right, I guess we'll do it. So we did it. And then it, yeah, I mean, it became a lot more memorable than the other one. And, uh, you know, I just, I really put myself in a position before that where I didn't watch any kiss videos before that. I didn't listen to any kiss because like, when I interviewed Gene, it was like a, a video of a fan meet and greet right. of a nervous. Okay. Kid. Okay. Okay. For Ace, I wanted to just be a rock journalist, man. I wanted to get to the root of the questions, and I didn't even want to be like Asa, uh, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time. It's like you know what, man, he's heard it, and so have the listeners. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and and I, so yeah, I, I was really happy with that just because Ace gave me the time of day, and and he was really interactive. It was cool as a fan to see. You know, he's a, yeah. he's a badass man. That's
0: Absolutely, awesome, man. that's uh, yeah, that's a really good idea. Not really like p- p- pred. Prejudice isn't the right word to, use. like, pre-frame yourself <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. Yeah, like, no about, just have notions. a real real conversation with the yeah. guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, and, and it takes a long time, especially when you are a fan of the people, because, you know, it's one thing when you're meeting someone who you know has huge status, but you haven't been following them. It's mm-hmm. a lot easier to separate that. But for these, you really have to just listen to the new material they have and say, I'm interviewing a, a dude about mm-hmm. his new song. So just keep the focus on the song. Because if I start thinking about, well, this is the guy who revolutionized stage effects with guitars and (laughs) ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, I'm going to be unable to do it. Yeah. You know?
2: You just be starstruck the entire time.
1: Yeah. I mean, during Gene Simmons, I mean, there was a point where I was close to blacking out. (laughs) Honestly, like, because I pictured this moment for seven, eight plus years. And then I'm asking this dude all the questions and he's this close to my face. And there was a moment where I was like, it was like Charlie Brown, like, womp, womp, womp. I was just like, is this happening? you know so it's just but again you got to separate that but i will say it's probably easier on zoom if i was in the room with ace like we are now it might be a little more overwhelming because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's ace yeah yeah exactly <laughs> most definitely
2: yeah I was, I was i mean that's how howard stern did it though is like over the phone so now this is like the next level of you know exactly like this is the new media
1: exactly and i love howard stern and i i listen to howard literally every morning when i wake up and every night when i go to bed i play old stern clips
2: Man, he has the oh. best voice ever.
1: He really does. He's amazing, does. you yeah. know? And I love his style. I love parts of his interview style. And I want to take some of the old school, but I want to present it in the new way. Because people, I think, are just sick and tired. I mean, they're barely even handing out newspapers in a lot of cities, you know, in America and stuff. It's like people are tired of the old way. Mm-hmm. So it's time to get it get it popping with the with the video and stuff. And if I can get a rock star to do it, none of these, you know, new school artists, they should have a hard time saying no if I can get someone from that generation to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, everyone's everything's video now. It's all video. It's all clips. Yep. It's yep. The video. The way the man. world's going. The shorter,
1: the better, too. When it comes to the clips, like you, you can do your hour or even three hour podcast if you're if you're a big status or whatever. But yeah, for those clips, and, and that's something I've learned too. It's like you can't be resistant to the new apps. You can't be mm. resistant to the new delivery methods because you're going to be left behind.
2: Hmm. You
1: yeah. Know? yeah. So are you on TikTok? I am, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. it's it's the show. Okay. 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 Yeah. I always tell people I'm not dancing. Yeah. I'm not talking <laughs> about when you meet up with the chick and she does this or that. I'm yeah. just posting the show and, and it's interesting. I've actually got a lot more views on TikTok, just posting the exact same clips than I have on Instagram. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's in, I get like, like, you know, thousands of views and, you know, I get like one or 2000 on Instagram on it. So. Hmm.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of what I've heard. They, they have like just, I don't know, it, It's just so different, the algorithms and stuff there. So yeah, Mm -hmm. or you just kind of like catch fire with one.
2: Yeah. It's almost before the algorithm. So it's almost like you're Mm -hmm. getting in before.
0: Right. The The good old organic.
1: That's the thing. And then when it starts to roll, you're a part of it. And I've also had them flop. Like my last TikTok had 15 views Mm -hmm. in a week. You know, huh. and it was just like for TikTok, you should at least get a couple hundred. but mm. Because I, I think a couple hundred on TikTok is, is the equivalent of 15 to 20 on YouTube. I kind of like, I kind of look at it that way. It's it's not the same. If you get 6,000 views on TikTok, that's not the same as getting 6,000 on YouTube, in my opinion. I'm with you, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, yeah, it's, I don't want to say easier, but I do. Because it's the ease of being discovered is just a lot more. Mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. YouTube, you have stuff popping up, but you click it um on TikTok you are already viewing it whether you kind of pick Auto-play, it or not yeah, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely well you also like i've found without getting too inside baseball i find what counts as like a YouTube view it, it's like more you know yes. versus on yes. like TikTok or Instagram conversely it's just an impression is more or less a view kind exactly. of thing yeah. so exactly. it's YouTube's it's a harder metric
1: like yeah. actual minutes of watch time before mm-hmm. it even counts right yeah yeah i think it, on a short video like under 5 minutes i think it's like I hear it's two minutes and Mm -hmm. I hear on a long video, it's four minutes, but I haven't gone and verified that, Hmm. but there's Hmm. people who do a lot of research that I sort of trust that tell me that. So, yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Ah. So kind of on that note with, uh, with your podcast being, you know, a video podcast, Skype podcast, obviously in a post COVID world, do you Mm -hmm. plan on staying Edmonton based or do you want to go, you know, in the big cities so you can meet these people in person for your interviews? What's kind of your goal with that?
1: Definitely. I want to go um, and relocate. I mean, I'm looking at BC right now. Um, I I wanted to be in the US, but there's so many factors that have changed since I wanted to be there Mm -hmm. that I'm just not sure. You know, Hmm. I mean, if if we're really, just for one small time example, if we're really going to ban TikTok and we're really censoring YouTube as much as we are and it's bleeding into Canada, what's it going to look like in five years? Hmm. I don't believe it stops here. I believe we continue to censor and water down the internet and such until it's maybe not the same. So looking at maybe other regions and also the fact that, I, you know, Joey Diaz said this the best and it really hit me. He said, Hollywood doesn't exist anymore. That's what yeah. he said. He said before COVID, they were filming 30% of films in Los Angeles, a place that's supposed to be Hollywood, the film capital. So after COVID, if it was 30% before There's no such thing as a Hollywood.
0: Shit. So it doesn't matter
1: where you are. So you could, now I'm like, okay, well, I could live in Portugal and I could do the same stuff.
2: Definitely, man.
1: So it's, it's, uh, that's a long way to, to answer because it's just been on my mind lately. But yeah, it's like, uh, I wanted, I always was like, okay, LA, but LA is just not feasible anymore. So I got to think about that.
2: Yeah. But a lot of guys are,
1: there's a jumping out of LA. (sighs) They're running, they're sprinting <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy dude it's it's it, i'm thankful that a lot of friends of mine escape right before those fires there's still a lot that are there mm-hmm. it's sad it's scary sometimes i wonder what if i would have magically struck a deal or something and ended up there five years ago where would i be at now everything i built could have been destroyed like i had friends whose podcast studios were looted <laughs> you know what i mean oh, it's shit, like really? uh, you know yeah. so yeah and, and they had to get you know charity and stuff to bring it back so hmm. Yeah. Serious stuff, man.
0: Yeah, man. It's it's pretty wild. I think as a small to medium-sized city, we, we really didn't get that because there's just a, such a conglomeration of people and so many businesses based around that. Like, it's... I don't know. It's interesting. And this whole new Skype world, I mean, you were doing it before, but it does open up the possibilities and the borders even of it that mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter where you are. Like, it was the... Those physical places you needed to be for especially like any kind of show business let's say was that's kind of a relic of the old world right when people had no internet you needed to be in a room to Mm -hmm. make whatever happen, film a scene do an interview whatever it is so you could
1: contact so so and so from that office in new york or whatever but you don't have to be on the street to do that anymore Mm -hmm. and they don't it's it's sometimes easier not to be because when you're just another dude on the street with a USB or a CD you almost become one of the many faces and it's like they don't even care but if you can make a pitch online that can stand out it, I don't know it's like they give you more time because they're reading it and you're not there it, it, it's hard to explain but hmm. I, I found it almost easier to stand out online through requests than I have in person
0: really interesting yeah huh.
1: because it, it's just I don't know I, I can't I can't really explain it it's just, you know, I, I feel like if I, for example, Vinnie Pastore from Sopranos, I feel like if I was just some dude in New York who was waiting outside the Empire State trying to talk to his agent, he would have likely blown me off. But if you can construct an email in a pitch the right way and include the right links, you got, a, I think, a better chance.
0: Hmm. Well, that, yeah, exactly. Especially for, if you can show them, like, here's my show. Yeah. Here's other people who've been on it, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think people are scared to to request it as much. Um, people who like don't live in those meccas because I think people who live in those meccas are programmed to go for it. And when you see this person approach them, whereas people it's not really natural to email someone a request that you don't know in another Mm -hmm. country. So I don't know, maybe it stands out more that way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, even with social media too, you can reach directly out to these people Mm -hmm. and, and you, you know, you land right in their inbox, albeit in their, their general folder or Mm -hmm. whatever. But I mean, but I mean, at the end of the day, like you have a direct link now. Yes. So yeah. So those agents and those gatekeepers, there's a lot less of that these days, I th- I, I, at least I feel.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's less of it. And they also see more of you by just looking at the front of your page than they could by you explaining your request in person, I think. Because then they see things you're not, you wouldn't have talked about. They see, well, this guy likes kind of like this type of music and, oh, he kind of follows these people. So it, it tells you a lot more about somebody in a short period of time. So I think that that's also part of it, too.
0: I'm just internalizing that, but no, (laughs) that's okay. I mean, I've I've never thought of this. No, absolutely. i spitting it out. No, I I totally agree, man. I totally agree. Well, it's
2: having the audacity to reach
0: out to those people too. I think that's part of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I'll tell you guys, that's something that has become a lot harder as I've gotten older.
0: Really? Really. Interesting.
1: Because when you're a kid, I think I've come to find out that like you just, your brain's not as in my brain still won't be fully developed till 25, but your brain's not fully developed. And so I wasn't as nervous to reach out. I was more nervous oh, okay. to go yeah. do it. But I was never thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm intruding in this person's email and I'm asking them for time and I'm asking them to maybe make a phone call. It, and so that's why I hit up like these big podcasters on Twitter. I would just tweet them and tweet them until they'd answer. Like I would never do that now. <laughs> you know, like, hey, yeah. Joe Rogan, like, sure, I did the video campaign as a sort of a fun type of thing. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't just sit there and write text tweets. So it just changes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> interesting <laughs> shit.
0: Because I wanted to kind of ask you about that. Because I looked, you know, when I was like, I looked episode like fifteen was Duncan Trussell or fifteen mm-hmm. or sixteen. Yeah, yeah. You, so, and you've kind of answered that, but I guess it was just being like a kind of a kid you, or really young. You just didn't care. Just thought, okay, I'll go for it. Like who, who was kind of the first? did you start wanting to interview you know people in pop culture or did you kind of do your own thing or what like i know you start with kiss but
1: yeah i would say because of the kiss thing it just made more sense Mm. that way um it didn't come for a long time like i did i ended up starting a second podcast on the side of the kiss one just because uh i was tired of talking about kiss and i tried to to, (laughs) (laughs) i tried to mix mix it in to the kiss show and people were like, well, I don't care about Alice and Chains. Right. So I was really like, you know what, man, you can only talk about one thing for so long, you know? So I, I ended up evolving that way, but, uh, yeah, it was always pop culture focused and then comedy focused really. I guess that's, I don't know if that's pop culture, but maybe.
0: I'd say now it is. Now, maybe yeah, Maybe it's more of a fringe thing. Even yeah. when we were kids watching, you know, oh, yeah. JFL reruns and stuff, but yeah, those
2: guys are fucking celebrities now. It's yeah, the same. I think so. It's the same thing.
1: Bill Burr, I mean, CK. I mean, a lot of people <clears throat> won't like me to mention CK, but we all know his name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know,
0: so. And even, yeah, kind of that, well, I mean, Joe Rogan obviously transcends yeah, for... all categories, but even someone like, I felt like, I mean, again, <laughs> bad to mention his name. Chris D'Elia before that was pretty close to a household name where even like not comedy fans would know who he was and stuff, Definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. He yeah. definitely
1: was, you know, and. A lot of those Netflix guys, honestly. Yeah, and he he hasn't popped up since the accusations, you know, which which is probably a smart thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what a lot of these guys have been doing. Even you know, Tory Lanez just now broke his silence after (laughs) three months, you know. Mm. So I guess we'll just see what happens with it, man. Yeah.
2: Shooting Megan the Stallion in the leg or something. Apparently, I mean, I haven't
1: listened to the album. Yeah. I didn't even. I chose not to even touch that on my YouTube. It Mm -hmm. was a little too wishy-washy for me and a little too you know ghetto like i don't know it's just not my type of story so All right. All right. <laughs> yeah <Fair.
0: laughs> yeah yeah i don't know why it's uh that one i didn't know a lot about i just learned about it from listening to andrew schultz's show because mm-hmm. he he does pretty good like pop popular event commentary for you know? sure but did
1: you guys go see him when he came here
0: no i didn't i not honestly did I. that wasn't a crazy long time ago
1: right? no no and because when he was here I remember the city, at least it felt for me like the city was on fire because I know a lot of comedians and mm-hmm. like almost all the comics I know went because they just worship this guy. I mean, he's kicking ass. He, 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 is. he, he is. deserves to be mentioned too. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I, uh,
0: I actually hadn't, I believe, I hadn't really heard of him or gotten into his stuff until up decently after that time. Like okay, I only cool. more recently became a fan, if you will. Yeah. But he's honestly, like as a marketing guy in my real job, mm-hmm. like if I was a, and this is kind of what, you, sort of what we were talking about earlier like if i was a comic that would be the route i would be taking of like self-produce clips internet like put it out there yourself and get the views right and those short short clips that's how you get your name in people's feeds right
1: that's the way to do it i mean and it's just about consistency like people if they just keep seeing your name Mm -hmm. and or face pop up they're just going to be like who is this person or or when they hear it they'll be like that kind of sounds familiar you know what i mean so like it's not it's just it's, it's probably mostly about consistency when it comes to podcasting just releasing those clips talking about topics that people are talking about in their kitchen or living room mm-hmm. for me like it would be like i'll talk about some stuff at home and then i'll talk about some stuff on the podcast and now the past couple months i'm blending it and i'm talking a bit about politics with a middle ground perspective and stuff cuz it's like if you're trying to reach people, why don't you talk about what they're talking about? Yeah. Because that interests them. It's just common sense. You know, like, mm-hmm. you don't want to do... Somebody gave me great advice. You don't want to do a show only talking about what you like, because then you end up doing a show for yourself. Hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I was doing that for a while when I first started. Because okay. they were like, you're doing a show for you, bro. Because like, at the time, KISS wasn't even popping anymore, and, and the things I was talking about was sort of irrelevant. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's always about... Uh, thinking about what direction am I going and is it the right direction?
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Shit.
2: Yeah. My audience would be pretty fucking niche (laughs) if I didn't talk about
1: it. That's what I mean, right? (laughs) Like, You can only run on one thing for so long or or a certain thing and and you never want to get written off and and have them say, well, I know how that guy delivers or I know what he's going to say and talk Mm -hmm. about so it's not worth checking it out. You always want to be breaking the mold and talking about this thing and that thing and having them say, Oh, well, I I wonder what they think about that. You
0: know? Yeah. That's like a lot of, uh, kind of talk shows where there will be one voice within that show who, you know what they're going to say before they say it. Right. Like you just automatically know their position by default. Right.
1: Definitely. I mean, Pretty much any American major news network that I turn on, <laughs> I turn on Fox, I know what they're going to say. Yeah. I turn yeah. on CNN, I know what they're going to say. It's mm-hmm. not like CNN one day is going to say, you know what, Trump is great, and Fox is one day going to say, Trump is terrible. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're going to say. <laughs>
0: and mm-hmm. not even, not even like a moder- <laughs> moderately, like, you know what, this one thing he did, not bad, all right? Yeah, like, no. Like, not even, they no. won't give him an inch. Or this <laughs> yeah, one thing or he vice did versa. is bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: which is so poisonous. It is. And <laughs> terrible, like, well, man.
0: And I think most people exist relatively within the middle, maybe one degree or two this way or that way, which is fine, but mm-hmm. you're not that different, right? And then, no. but those guys' money is made being in the fringes, right? Because it's, it's, I don't know, it's yeah. being more a
2: rationalist, man, like there's no fucking money in it. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I mean, that's the thing. And it, that, that's what I'm, I w- if I want to do any sort of like revolutionary cause or whatever with what I do, it's to bring that back hmm. because I think we desperately need it. We do. A lot of people are probably alienated by what they see because they want to eliminate the middle ground, yeah, yeah. it doesn't even have to be us versus them. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't care. maybe you're not involved,,- Yeah. you know yeah. or or maybe you think both of them do some okay things, and like at the end of the day, I think nobody's wrong. my I'll drop my p- philosophy on politics that I, I just thought of the other day. It's that people with opposing political beliefs have more in common than they have a part. Because at the end of the day, their political beliefs, you know, mostly are comprised that they want the best for their country and the best for their family. Mm -hmm. We all see that differently based on how we're raised, where we're raised, who raised us, whatever. But I can't tell someone they're wrong because they want the best for their family and their country. They just see it differently than I do. Different isn't wrong. So I think that we have more in common in that regard. Everybody, when you're really passionate on one side or the other, your passion is because you want the best. It's really the same feeling. Yeah. It's just directed in a different direction. So and it if, trips
2: me out. Yo, know, if you could open a conversation about it too, but people are so like, you know, fingers in the ear. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't want to hear what anybody else says Saying about la, anything. La, la. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could open up that that con conversation and have that you know that dialogue, but That's the unfortunate part is that uh, you have the, you know, the, the screaming on Mm -hmm. the the very far fringes. Mm -hmm. And then if you're ever so slightly this direction or ever so slightly this direction, you're just afraid that everybody on the side is going to just, you know, go at your throat. Exactly. So. Exactly.
0: Damn. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, yeah, I think most people are just relatively normal and want to get by and it's, you know you don't think X because you're a terrible person. You think Mm -hmm. X because you think that's the good idea and will help you and your family and your community, et cetera, right? Exactly. And, you know, this is... The big thing is a lot of people, like, a lot of our thoughts and stuff are, like you said, very subjective to where we come from, who Mm -hmm. we know, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to step back and think to yourself like there's a good chance if i lived that person's life i would have their point of view and if they lived exactly. my life they would have my point of view mm-hmm. like we humans are very uh susceptible creatures to our surroundings right like it's 100 and at the end of that we are all human right like it's yeah
1: yeah it's just something to think about like you know i'm not saying i'm pro or anti anything but just to use an example people who are very pro gun uh in america for example like 90% of those people probably, maybe more, they don't, they aren't pro-gun because they want to run around and shoot people. They're mostly pro-gun because they want to defend themselves and or their family. And they think defending themselves and or their family makes it a better country. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I don't, I'm just not into demonizing people. And like, mm-hmm. and, and same with like the far left, like the people who are out in the streets protesting, like go protest. If you feel that way, get it. Mm-hmm. I want to know, but you know, don't, it's not that the other person's wrong though yeah they're no more wrong than you are or I am
0: <laughs> You know <laughs> in this moment <laughs> right now, that's but right. uh like yeah <laughs> well, it almost is is truth objective or is everything just kind of whatever you know
1: everything's pretty much subjective, like yeah, exactly yeah people pretty much have their truth, and a lot of people don't want to admit it, but a lot of people just see things through their lens,
2: yeah, and, and yeah that's, exactly that's, right
1: that that's makes sense.
2: If you could instill the more, you know, asking questions into people. Because I feel like that's something that's being lost. Yeah. The people that ask those questions, that's really the people you want to surround yourself with, I think. Mm-hmm. Because those are the people that are, you know, they're, they're saying, why is it like this? Mm-hmm. And then, why is it like this on the other side? Yeah. And then seeing both sides. It's, it's all perspective, right? Mm-hmm. But... It's so sad that we're so blinded by this. We have to be part of the team, right? And if our team scores a goal, we gotta cheer. Yeah. And if our team loses, you know, we yeah. gotta we gotta yeah. be sad, right? All together. So, yeah. So it's it's almost replacing that. Uh, it, it gives it's, it gives people that tribalism, you know.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I was just thinking. It, it is like a tribal thing because mm-hmm. people. They have a desire to be with their people. Like, yeah. where are my people? And, right. And you see people gathering and, and oh, we're all wearing this same shirt or we're all holding the same sign. And it's like they get a sense... But then you get blinded to the fact that, well, maybe this, this party did this, or maybe this person in the party, you don't agree with this part, but well, we're not going to look at that because this is my people. It's like an NHL game, but better because we all agree. <laughs> and, and again, that is not good. <laughs> no, The people that
2: are, you know militantly for Trump and don't see that there's some issues there, they're the same as the people that are like, Trump has done no good in his entire life ever.
1: I mean, it's absurd. It's like saying, it's like saying any person has done nothing good. Or, I mean, I'm pretty sure most people, if not everybody has done something good at some point in their life. I mean, you would hope so. Yeah. And something bad. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think that the most amazing nun or priest or whatever has done something bad. And at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. And I'm not here to, to judge who's good and who's bad, I guess. It's just, uh, it's just, it is all subjective.
2: Mm-hmm. To be up on that pedestal, though, that's that would be pretty. Uh, that'd be pretty
1: difficult because y- yeah. you're just under the microscope for everything, right? Oh my God, I mean it's <laughs> insane. I, I mean, I, I, I guess the main thing people should remember is just there's issues, there's positives and negatives with every administration. I don't even want to say president mm-hmm. because people yeah. get so distracted by the president. Think about all the people behind him making these decisions. It's not a. It's not really as much about who the president even is or what they're saying at X speech or at X moment. Mm-hmm. It's to me at least more about what's really going on and like what each of those people stand for. So I, but again, it, how can you not be distracted when the people distracting you have the power and the money? Mm-hmm. They yeah. have the TV and they're good at it. Though no, they're damn, I mean, it's fun. It's great. What did he say today? What did Biden say today? You know, it's, it's a, the best show in the world mm-hmm. and it's, it's a business. So I get it. You know?
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, yeah, you can't totally blame them for trying to make money. And if they're a dying medium, then they have to be more outrageous to make <laughs> money, right? Like, it's... Yeah. I don't know. You got to... Game recognizes game sometimes, I guess, right? But, like, it's... it's. W- would there ever be a day in this CNN's or Fox's world where, like, you know what? They fixed it all. No more complaining. <laughs> yeah. We've done our job, guys. <laughs> right? Like... No
1: definitely not that i mean <laughs> could there be a day where maybe being more middle ground is on the air if that becomes profitable hmm. It. i don't think True. they care what it is i think they just care if it's profitable mm-hmm. so so if and i also don't think they care who the person is i think that anybody who is against uh, x establishment the people with money against it, the people in that establishment with the money are going to be against you. Why would they not be? Mm-hmm. So I, again, it, I feel like it doesn't matter really who the person is. It's just kind of more what they stand for. That'll get them attacked or not. So
2: I just had a very sudden realization though. Yeah. And it's the people that in the middle, they don't care. So, mm-hmm. so if, if you want to monetize something to a person that doesn't give a fuck, it's pretty difficult, right? <laughs> yeah. But if yeah. you do it on either side of that spectrum, those are the people that care the most right so Shit. that's a good point yeah,
1: yeah you know it's 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 kind of like some atheist like I feel like some <laughs> atheists just they don't care and yeah. then there's like the atheists who read books on it yeah. yeah but it's like at that point it's like you're in a religion like you're They're
0: an atheist preacher yeah <laughs> yeah you're,
1: you're preaching about how you don't believe in preaching now yeah this is beautiful yeah
0: it would be the antithesis, you know, the guy on the c- corner of White Ave oh, going what? on about Jesus. Someone set up shop across the corner talking about atheism and how yeah. much you need that. <laughs> they and they just shout each at each other. <laughs> that would be such a good, like, visualization. Oh my God. You <laughs> guys got to get that guy on the podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Fuck, yeah, we do. I have thought of uh, I mean, because <laughs> we're obviously Edmonton based. So sometimes when I see, like, you know, like, Rollerblading guitar Fuck, guy. I'm like, <laughs> <say that. laughs> I'm like, shit. Should I like give him a card? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or something. Hey, man. But then I don't know. He'd probably be like, so after the show, kind of sleep in here, guys. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, A <laughs> <right? come on. laughs> couple
1: weeks. Just a couple
0: yeah, weeks. Yeah, it's I'll be fun. in and out <laughs>
2: yeah. in a month. I want whatever that guy's on though. He looks happy all the time. He's I think on he. Jesus. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I think about that. They've maybe figured out something. We all haven't. <laughs> I always give him a backstory though. Like he was
2: definitely in fucking corporate banking, and he was like, "This isn't for me." Yeah. So I'm just gonna roll around.
0: He went did ayahuasca. I was yeah. about to say <laughs> one acid trip and was like, "I don't need that."
2: Yeah. 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 Fuck that. Time to put smiles on people's faces and <laughs> learn how to play
0: guitar, three chords at least.
1: Legend. Yeah. Amazing. Legend. Amazing.
0: So what? Uh, um have you uh been back on stage at all lately or are you still doing the comedian thing i
1: i haven't been on stage since the pandemic oh yeah? I, yeah yeah and and you know what It it's for a variety of reasons that i probably shouldn't go too much into but at the end of the day i'm looking to do stand up but i'm also looking to relocate type of thing for stand up mm-hmm. um, i'm cool doing everything else but I've been in the st- around the stand up community for a long time. There's a lot of great people, uh, but there's also a lot of people who are just sort of approaching me in a way that I'm not crazy about. Um, you know, whether they see me talking to big comedians and and they want to approach me because of that, or uh, they're upset because I'm talking to big comedians. So hmm. it it just you know that and the fact that it's a pandemic and I mean there's crazy stuff going on. Like Big J Okerson was attacked on stage. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I you saw guys that. saw that. Yeah, I saw like, that, yeah. so. You know, the thing is people, people when they've been locked in the house for this long, like I worked at a comedy club for two years and I've escorted a lot of drunk people out and a <laughs> lot of people who are going crazy. And just picturing that after they've been stuck in the house for COVID, I won't set Reffed foot in up. the club. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go back in a club until the word COVID hasn't been said for six months. But I'm working on uh i'm working on material every day and let me be clear it's not because i'm I'm scared of covid or this and that it's just because i'm scared of people when they've been losing jobs and they've been not able to see sick family members and it's like a powder keg and you're adding alcohol and you're kind of making fun of them yeah kind of like yeah what's up muscles how you doing you know he might just get up and kick your ass like right there whereas before he'd be like ah you know so yeah It's not... Yeah, I'm not down with that right now.
0: (laughs) Shit. All right. All right. Fair. (laughs) Was
1: that more stylistically the way that you went? Was crowd work or... No. You know what? I only did it a couple times, so I I stuck to the script. Like, I really started right before the pandemic. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. And, like, I live really far west, like, probably closer, like to uh to like out of the city type of thing mm. so it's, it's kind of hard for me to to access clubs every uh, like sometimes um but yeah again that's why i'm looking to relocate maybe being a more central area where i could hit a strip with four clubs in one night which we do have but again mm-hmm. i just want to be closer to it
0: mm. yeah so yeah gotcha gotcha yeah
2: we do yeah. have a fucking pretty decent scene in edmonton eh?
1: we have a great scene and, and i'm not saying anything about the scene it's just uh it's just so I'm just looking to spread my wings in general and sort of look at some some new opportunities and and you know I, I I always I just like the idea of just going in a room and and maybe not knowing the comics not knowing anybody and just doing your time and going home that that sort of appeals to me so hmm. yeah interesting I find Thanks. that a lot of the comics they don't really support one another as much as they could here and it's really? tough it's it's tough man it's a it's a tough a bit of a tough scene like there's pockets that support one another. Um, but often when those pockets clash, like there seems to be almost like a White Ave scene and then like a downtown scene. <laughs> it's a weird thing. And this they kind of clash. our
0: neighborhood kind of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: And there's certain shows where some comic will say, if this person's there, I'm not doing it. And blah, blah, blah. So mm. I feel like I'm almost too deep into it and I don't want to deal with politics, I guess, mm. is, is, is to say gotcha. that clearly.
0: Go somewhere where you're like literally just very fresh face to the scene. Yeah. No, No. Yeah. Hmm. preconceived
1: i love that and and you know that was pretty much my first show like here in edmonton i just it was just kind of a random night at a, a random open mic and i just went down and and you know like it's not like i was posting on social media i'm gonna go do my first stand-up like i just wanted to go do it and mm-hmm. i got virtually no laughs and i ate a bag of dicks right nice. and i went home and it was great you know i Perfect. learned from it i don't <laughs> care yeah. and, and i want to go bomb 100 more times to get better hmm that's it. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's how you got to do it, I guess, right? So No choice, dude. Yeah.
2: I guess it would be pretty fucking tough to test material right now, too, eh? just because people aren't there.
1: I mean, I don't know, like, anything I talk about that isn't COVID, I mean, I don't even feel like it's worth getting on a stage and saying right now. Like, mm. like I just feel like, and I also, I'll be honest. Like, I feel like being honest, I just feel like a lot of these comics is like they really... Okay, fair enough. A lot of people need a paycheck, I get that. But some of these comics that don't, it's like they really you need attention that bad right now. Like, okay, doing a podcast, that's cool. Like you're gonna show up and you think that what you're saying is so important, like that people need to leave their home right now and come see you. It's like you're not even playing a guitar. You know what I mean? Like what is so important about what we're doing here? So I just don't feel like it's stand up is that important right now. Mm <laughs> hmm. You know, yeah. and I know maybe not everybody will agree with that, but I just feel like it's you know, it's on the fringe. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I don't know, like a lot of things right now. You have to like really make it work for like creating a room or whatever, right? And even yeah. like restaurants or cafes and shit are really in the same boat of like move the tables, stand in this line, put in this plexiglass. Yeah, it's, it is different. It's a different world, as we all know, right? Exactly. So.
1: And if you do talk about COVID, I feel like it's hack. Like, really, you're gonna do? It's like I, I'm looking for inspiration. Yeah. Oh, I thought of something. The pandemic. Okay, yeah. the most low hanging <laughs> fruit in the room. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then you can't. You almost can't talk about normal stuff. Cause you're like, Oh, remember back in the day, it's exactly. kind of yeah. a bit of a trap, exactly. you know? Yeah. That's the relevance it. is kind of yeah. not there. right And, and yeah. you can't talk about it like, Oh, you know, when you go to the bar and this, it's like, yes, no, I don't. Cause I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you, you can't not acknowledge it either. So exactly.
1: <clears throat> and that's why it just doesn't interest me right now. Whereas <clears throat> podcasts, there's stuff going on that I can talk about yeah. where I don't have to talk about COVID, but it's, it's relevant enough. And if you want to watch it, yes. And if you don't, don't, And you don't have to go anywhere. Hmm. That I'm comfortable with. It's Hmm. on demand. If you want it for comfort, you can have it, but I'm not going to impose.
0: Yeah. Very true. Yeah.
2: It's kind of funny because we always gravitate towards that COVID talk because it's that shared experience of everybody right now. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. is. But it's also kind of like, I'm exhausted.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know, (laughs) man. And every podcast from local ones to medium to Joe Rogan talk about it all the time. And yes, it's all around us, but it's almost like. Kind of want to change it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. here we are talking about it right now. Let's but. talk
1: about titties, man. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, yeah. It's got are some you...
1: good strip clubs in Edmonton. <laughs> anybody's listening to that? <laughs> Speaking
0: of, yeah, COVID and strip clubs—that's a weird one because apparently those are open. I have no. Hey, clue. I have no clue. Fuck. Did the strippers wear like masks? Someone.
1: I read said an article. Yes. I read. I read an article. I read Playboy for the articles. Read an said... article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh Fuck. shit
0: are you uh do you have a girlfriend are you single are you
1: uh i'm single yeah yeah Nice. Yeah. are
0: you uh on the old dating app the no. Covid dating app game or no nah?
1: no you know what i used to use I, I experimented with dating apps like when they first came out i guess yeah i was like tw- you know 19 but i don't use them anymore just because i don't know it's uncomfortable for me i just don't like it and it's it's just become one of those things yeah yeah, not your style. Uh, what about you? Are, are you on there? So, I mean, oh, I yeah. don't judge it. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. get me wrong. No, it's,
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's
1: I've it's, had my days on it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm using them. I, I kind of go in waves where I'll, like, use a lot, then get tired of it and shit. Mm-hmm, but, like, mm-hmm. it's honestly, as much as I think it's a lot better to meet people in person, it's speaking of where the eyeballs are, it's where people are, right? So yep. if you're wanting mm-hmm. to, like, date around or whatever, it's kind of what you got to do. And also... There's not a lot of social gatherings you can go to right now is the problem too, I guess. Definitely. So that's my excuse.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's weird because it was already on the way out 50% for us, like our generation with the dating apps because it was Mm -hmm. like, okay, 50% app or I could go out. Mm -hmm. But now, I mean, the places you can go out to meet somebody are pretty much abysmal and who really wants to meet somebody in person with masks yeah. I feel like it's it's almost again, almost less weird meeting on the internet. I don't know what that's about. Maybe yeah. Yeah. maybe we're a messed up generation. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe yeah, world's changing, I guess. Because now if you're like walk up to a table with your mask on, you're like, What's up ladies? They'll be like Huh? Or they'll be like six yeah. feet away. Exactly. <laughs> right? It's so
2: weird. uh if I can't see a girl smile is fucking pointless.
1: Yeah, that's what I, I mean. You can't see
2: your teeth. There's just like it's <laughs> yeah, you risky. You never know what you're do. It's get fucking risky. Man. <laughs> I have, I have. You know what, man? Those masks, they they do a lot for fives and sixes. Like they do. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, they're rating augmenters, yeah. not masks.
2: Yeah. Well, you can see the eyes. Like the eyes. Like they look. You know, they look they nice. They pop out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you don't know if they're snaggle toothed or fucking. Mm, exactly it. You yeah. never
1: know, bro. Yeah. You do not know.
0: I had, uh, I had two. Play- <laughs> I had kind of a. Uh, Perhaps similar thing happened to me uh, twice recently. I had to get my ID checked somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, you got rid of your beard," or like, "Oh, do you still have that beard under there?" Because I wear like a bandana or whatever, so it covers it totally. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like. Did you pull it down? Surprise, (laughs) dude!
1: My ID—I need to go get it changed because even before I grew my little fucking pitiful, you guys make me feel like shit with the beards. Like Jesus, I feel like you know. Whatever looks
0: good, looks good. I'm a
1: novice over here, (laughs) but before even before that, they would—I got turned away from my ID. before in Edmonton because they said it didn't look like me because I had a fucked up haircut. I was about 30 pounds heavier. (laughs) And they were like, this is not you. And I was at like Earl's. I Mm. went there to get drinks and they're like, we're not going to serve you (laughs) because this isn't real. I was like, are you kidding me right now? So, yeah, I got to get a new picture because now with, with, like, a little bit of sideburns or whatever, they're going to be like, all right, pal. Like, let's get real. <laughs> like, You know? Like,
0: you could at least try to make it look like you. like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I'd rather that than me be 30 pounds heavier and looking looking better in the photo and then being like, this guy is 30 pounds lighter. That's not <laughs> you. You know? Like, fucking, at least that's better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Shit. Was that uh Did you did you do like a fitness life change or something or what what kind of happened there
1: i did a stop eating pizza and drinking life change mm. uh as much um <laughs> no, I, I honestly I, I think i just started smoking more weed and got a faster metabolism i really don't think i changed hmm. that much I, when i was younger i was just a chubby teenager dude with a bunch of acne and but i'm hey i'm doing sober october in a couple of days we're doing a weight loss on my podcast oh, and facebook, yeah. facebook group and uh, I'm looking to lose 10 pounds and then, nice. uh, start working on gaining muscle. So I'm going to be doing a fitness challenge, awesome. but if I'd done it now, I'd want my money back. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I mean...
0: <laughs> Actually on that note, what are, what's your sober October? Cause we do one uh, with us and some of our podcast friends and stuff. So what's your
1: nice. Well, we just, I just literally launched it yesterday. It's yeah. so my first time trying all it, all it's going to be is just sober from alcohol for the whole month. Okay. Yeah. Um, weed? Not weed. Because I'm not trying to drive people crazy here All right. um, or commit to something I can't do. But <laughs> I definitely I, I want people to also just weigh themselves on the first day and the last day. And the person that loses the most weight, who because some people are just going to be not drinking. Some people want to lose weight. So the person who loses the most weight is going to win a raffle prize. Uh, we're going to decide what it is. So that'll nice. be cool. Awesome, But man. I'm looking forward to it because... I mean, I I've taken sure a week or two off drinking, but the last time I took a full month off drinking, I mean, probably not since I became of drinking age. Uh, so I'm I'm they're keeping me accountable, man. Yeah, they got that's me good. growing beards and dumping out cans. <laughs> good for you, man. Did the
0: uh, <laughs> did your listeners encourage the beard? Was that they part did? Of it? That was the I idea. saw it on your Instagram. There was a
1: yeah, that was uh, I just said you know what, before I shave, why don't I run a poll just as a joke and. The idea was if if it looks good then maybe some of the audience will look and if it looks bad more of the audience will look to see how that stupid beard's coming along. So <laughs> either way if it's getting eyes on the show I I'm happy. Got to so. do it. Do it. <laughs> That's all what, I wanted.
0: What's the do you have a goal length somewhere between You know <laughs> us what? Yeah, me, me,
1: somewhere between I think <laughs> No, yeah. you know I, I like the show I think shorter for me is better. Yeah. But I do admire the uh the commitment there. Thank you. And and the the shapeliness as well. Yeah. Definitely not unkempt.
0: If if you go long, you (laughs) got to get it professionally. Yeah. Trimmed, cleaned, whatever you want to say. That's my one tip. So,
1: okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put that in the back pocket. Yeah. Yeah, Just in case,
0: just in case
2: Uh, you can (laughs) do the fucking Will Turner. Girls love that shit.
1: Okay, what's what's the Will Turner? Will today?
2: Turner, fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, bro. The fucking Orlando okay, Bloom. Okay, dude.
0: there you go. Fucking <laughs> oh, hit that shit up. There you oh, go. Okay. I haven't watched that shit in way too shit, long. Shit, yeah, I go. didn't even. I I'm like Will Turner. Did we go to high school with that guy? That <laughs> yeah, name sounds yeah, familiar. Yeah. Will Turner, <laughs>
2: yeah. You, know? there you go. The Will Turner. <laughs> yeah. Will Turner High. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. Orlando, bro. There
1: shit, you go. Yeah. Dude, what happened to that guy? That's a good what fucking a legend. question. I don't know. He maybe
0: maybe he got out at the right time. You know, did his thing, and was like, all right. I'm I'm good.
1: <laughs> I guess they made like nine of those movies. So. Yeah, they yeah. Made,
0: they also made like two or three too many, and they got <laughs> yeah. bad. And he wrote it out to the bitter end. So <laughs> did he? Did,
2: there was one that he wasn't even in. I think. No,
0: I think it was Johnny Depp left for uh, the last few. If good. I'm not mistaken, I have good. no idea. Oh, no yeah, watch him. He got, I only he got watched like, like the three ogs. Yeah. yeah. Oh good. really? Yeah. Fuck. Good on Damn. you,
2: Jack Sparrow. Fuck.
0: <laughs> what a character, honestly. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um.
2: Maybe he just didn't crack it in Hollywood or something maybe he uses like Orlando Bloom yeah maybe he was like but he
0: was like legless and I mean no yeah. I know he, I know he was
2: he, he got some big roles but he hasn't had anything for a while it's been a while yeah it's been like the better part of 10 years I want to say
1: he also might have been blacklisted for lack of a better word because I mean it, I mean it happened to Megan Fox that was probably the most famous case because she was bad in uh the director of Transformers uh... she didn't do another movie for six years or something
0: right right okay yeah because I know it was something specific that, mm-hmm. like, you could kind of point to versus, like, a back back room sort of thing that mm, were, yes. just dis- made you disappear from film, right?
2: Yeah, so. yeah. But I, she's dating fucking Machine Gun Kelly now. So.
1: Dude, that is, like, <laughs> come on, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. to date Megan Fox, like, I always figured she'd just be, like, sort of... She should just pretend to be single forever because she's every dude's, like... Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, in my generation. Yeah.
0: Well, we <laughs> talked about this last week because um, I think machine gun kelly is about 30 right give or take like i think Mm -hmm. i looked him up he's only like three years older than us so like Mm -hmm. not like he's just old enough that he was still like a teenager when megan fox was every teen boy's crush so he's living the fantasy man like (laughs) fucking props to him
1: (laughs) i mean i don't even know like how you make that happen uh but hey listen actually i do money but money uh, you know so fair enough yeah (laughs) good on him
0: lost the public rap battle to eminem yeah dates megan fox yeah not bad (laughs) i think i'd probably take that on
1: eminem still knows who he is yeah even eminem acknowledged that that's a bigger compliment (laughs) (laughs) did he actually i think he said something like i mentioned you it was like you mentioned me millions of views i mentioned you billions of views oh shit yeah i think that was one he's like i shouldn't do that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well,
0: uh, we're at a just under an hour, so Holy do you want shit. to uh, finish off telling uh, people where they are, listeners, where they can find a little more of you?
1: Sure, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys have, for having me on, first of all. Oh, thanks uh, for coming, man. D- yeah, idea. definitely. Cool conversation. Uh, the Cassius Morris Show is on uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and uh, I'm on social media at Cassius Show. My personal is at CassiusMorris underscore on Instagram. Okay. And just look for me, you know, and uh, I look forward to bringing a lot more content, even during this pandemic. We're going to keep it rolling, as you guys are. Excellent, excellent.
0: So just uh, more bigger and better, not that you haven't already, but bigger and better guests. Always always
1: trying to be bigger and better, man. Never feeling good enough for a second. So always trying to keep it rolling.
0: Excellent. We like it. Well, we appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, check out Cassius Morris. We'll drop some links below, as always. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks, man.